Welcome back, everybody, to the Gen Extra Podcast. My name is Seamus McNasty. With me, as always, is Bacon. Tonight on the show, we are going to discuss one of Bacon and I's favorite Christmas movies, and that is A Christmas Story from 1983. Love this movie. Both love this movie. Both grew up on this movie. We're going to talk about this movie right after this. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Like I said, tonight we're going to discuss A Christmas Story from 1983. It's a great Christmas movie. I love this movie. You love this movie. It's one of my favorites. But as far as we know, we don't know what our guest feels about this movie, and that is Joe. Do we really have to call him a guest? Yes. <laughs> What's up, Until Joe? We start getting hey guys. Guest. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing all right, man. We are all right. You guys look nervous. I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm I'm good, Joe. Bacon sweating right. in his hat. I'm always sweating just because I'm fat. Is it the hat? It's the hat. Might be the drinking. I'm only wearing the hat because I'm due for a haircut, and it's just crazy as balls under this. <laughs> crazy as balls. Crazy as balls. Crazy as balls. Okay. Crazy as balls. Right, That's my new saying. Have... I'm going to say that from now on. I'll let you. Crazy have... balls has been here. I'll let you have. Is that our new mic check from now on? Yep. Crazy's balls. Crazy's balls. Crazy's balls. James likes peas. <laughs> you know what Joe didn't like? This fucking movie. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Did well, you at least go in? You didn't even go into it with an open mind. You got to go into it as if you were watching it as a child for the first time. I went into this movie with the with the mindset of. I have successfully gone 37 years without seeing this piece of shit, and now I just paid four dollars to watch it. That was your the choice. library. The library dropped the ball. <laughs> you want to continue? You want to Here's continue? the thing: Why does everybody make such a big deal out of this movie? Like, all right, I'll give it to you. It's not a terrible movie. But it's definitely not worth watching 24 hours a day. Nostalgia. I get it. I get it. And I mean, if there's any movie that should be shown 24 hours a day, logically, it should be Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, you know, because it's the I same. I think they movie do over. show that 24 hours a day on, on Groundhog, Groundhog day. day. Do they? I don't have cable anymore, so I cut the cord. But anyway, oh, shit. <laughs> eh, whatever. I'm. You know what? Nothing against people who like this movie because I get it. It's nostalgic. Um, there's a lot of weird shit going on in this movie that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, really? Well, uh, elaborate. Elaborate. All right. Well, um, I know there's I know there's pages upon pages on IMDb of discrepancies in okay. this movie. But well, if you were watching this as a kid, you didn't notice it. I didn't even know it until I started reading the IMDb shit. All right, well, as a 50-year-old registered Democrat, I do know that Brown versus the Board of Education didn't happen until 1954. So no offense, but what the fuck are those three black kids doing in that schoolroom? <laughs> what the fuck does Wizard of Oz have to do with Christmas? Well, so it was supposed to be because it was, it was a hot movie 
at that time because it was supposed the movie's supposed to be based like 1939 1940 there's there's they're just suggesting that you know wizard of oz was still relevant well and, and all right mean, i'll buy wizard that of oz does buy does air the wizard of oz does air around this time every year well it used to i don't know if it does it still, anymore. It still does i remember watching wizard of oz all the time when i was a kid it still around does this time, whether yeah. it's I thought it was always i thought Christmas. wizard of oz always came around kind of like around easter though might might be twice a year i don't know i remember i remember watching it like at least once a year on tv though what, what else you hate about this movie joe yeah uh ralphie's little brother <laughs> Ian Petrella. He hey. hated that kid. Hey, he's he, not much. He's not much better as an adult. What is he at as an adult? No, we met him as an adult, and he wasn't very nice. You you met that kid? Oh yeah. Did you sock him in the fucking eye? No, no. We'll get into it later when we when we get a little further. Daddy's going to kill Ralph. So you, you just didn't like his whining ass, or what? He was a whining little shit. I can't get up. I can't get up. Well, he's a kid. I mean, I, mean, I that's like, kind of understandable. I liked Billy Madison's dad. Darren McGavin? And I liked uh, Naked Lady from Slapshot. <laughs> Who's Naked Lady from Slapshot? Was that the mom? Yeah. M- Peter M- Billy. Melinda Dillon? Yeah. I don't think yeah, I ever she- saw Slapshot. <laughs> yeah. She's she naked in that movie? She's naked in that movie. You would enjoy it because. When you, did Slapshot come out? You, in particular, love nudity in movies. <laughs> but. Uh, how am I turning out to be the perv in this show? God, he, you're going to have to go back and watch many, our previous wait a minute. episodes. All right, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We're like, what, six or seven podcasts in? At least we're, nine. We're at least like you ten have now. At least, at least twice complained that there was no nudity well, in a movie. A big thing in the 80s movies was gratuitous nudity. 80s titty. So when you don't see it, you're like, what well, damn? Where's the gratuitous nudity? <laughs> Right? It's the wrong era to be acting like that, James. Continue. Uh, oh, Peter Billingsley, super creepy. The dirt bike kid? No. Why is he creepy? Ralphie. He's just creepy. Yeah, Ralphie. Yeah, he was in a movie called The Dirt Bike Kid. Oh, was he? I, yeah. I didn't. I never saw it either. Another crappy yeah, 80s movie. I didn't follow his, uh, his career like you fanboys did. <laughs> you're lucky you're in Florida, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get what the allure to this movie is. I mean, it's That's a, a Christmas, great Christmas movie, movie, you know. But it's so. I I think I probably would have enjoyed the book more. Um, it, it was God we trust. All others pay cash. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it. I maybe I'll read it. Maybe I will enjoy it better. But I can't now because I'll see all the characters. Right. from the movie <laughs> and it'll piss me the fuck off especially the little kid randy i hated that fucking hated that kid man show mommy how the piggies eat that scene where he's where he's being a pig and eating his food like a pig off the plate went on way too long way like too long a minute and, and naked lady from from Slapshot was way too excited about it I don't know how to continue with this. <laughs> so, folks, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, it's, it's based in the 1940s. It's about a young boy named Ralphie who attempts to convince his parents and his teacher and Santa 
Everybody. Everybody to get him a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas. Shenanigans ensue. Nobody wants him to have this damn BB gun because he'll shoot his eye out. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Which was a running tagline pretty much through the whole movie. Yeah, that's it made sense after so many years of hearing people say that. To now, now you know you know where it came now from. Now I know why people were saying that. Because I even on the on the commercials, when they start to show it, you know, every day, all day long, <laughs> uh all you hear is you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And it's like, what is, what are they talking about? Talk well now you know. Now I know. Now I know. And he almost did, the little fucker. <laughs> he didn't have his glasses on. You know? <laughs> little idiot ricocheted off of a tree, popped himself right underneath the eyeball. What about what about the scene where he finally got fed up with the bully and beat the bully's ass? That was a that was actually pretty sad. <laughs> it was a pretty sad scene. Like I get it, bullies. Oh, good about that scene. <laughs> Some bullies deserve what's coming to them, um, but man, that that just turned into a hate crime. <laughs> he, I mean, he took he took everybody's hurt and frustration out on that child. Yeah, and then I mean, I all feel sorry for the bully. He he deserved it, Scott Farkas. And then everybody just kind of wandered away. Yeah quietly and sad yeah. <laughs> he was all right though you ever uh right. was you ever dumb enough to stick your tongue to a flagpole there joe no no and if i was uh you know the solution is a warm cup of water uh yeah. not calling the fire department to rip there. that kid's face off of that flagpole <laughs> you know that was proven on mythbusters that would actually happen <laughs> you did like a whole episode on it you could figure that out with ice cube Oh yeah, for sure. I yeah, I mean, you don't need Mythbusters to know that a wet piece of meat will stick to a fucking cold metal hole. Stuck to an ice cube or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True yeah, statement. Way so, to go, Mythbusters. Huh? <laughs> way to go, Mythbusters. And I was bashing Mythbusters. How would we know what was real or not without those guys? <laughs> Disgruntled, disgruntled, disgruntled. It's disgruntled all, old man. It's all that beautiful weather down there that's got you all pissed off and disgruntled. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh god, it's starting to become sixty. I can't take it anymore. No, actually, it was in the eighties today. Oh, kind of warm. <laughs> so, so this movie was uh, written by Gene Shepard and directed by Bob Clark, who were both in the movie. Do you know? You know who they were? Who were they were in the movie there? No. So Bob Clark, the director, was the neighbor that shows up when the old man's out there on the street looking at the, the lamp. He's the neighbor that shows up and's like, "What do you look? What are you what looking at that? there?" So the, who who was who was doing the directing during that scene? Because you sure the fuck wasn't. Because <laughs> that scene went on way too goddamn long as well. It's a fucking lamp. Move on. <laughs> 
Hey, Billy Madison's dad, what's that in your window? That's my new lamp. Cool. Merry Christmas. I got shit to do. <laughs> it was the 40s. They didn't have shit to do. That's why they were walking they around the neighborhood. To do. What are you talking about? They were preparing to fight the Nazis and the Japanese simultaneously. It was a kid's movie, man. All right. They didn't want to discuss that shit back then. <laughs> Yeah, let's throw the world, ever, let's throw the world more into this fucking show and just depress the shit out of everybody. You ever uh, you ever get a bar of soap put in your mouth for cussing Joe? Oh the, yeah, the way he does now, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah be, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, what kind of for soap sure. was it? Was it good? Fell's Napa. Did you get poisoned? I did not. No, Fell's Napa was was all natural. I believe. You didn't go blind. <laughs> did not go blind. No hairy palms. <laughs> <laughs> it was for something else. <laughs> well, the writer Gene Shepard, he was in the. Uh, he was actually the narrator of the movie too. The guy talking. Yeah, I saw that. Supposed and to be Ralphie's old old self. Didn't the they, narration was the best part. Didn't they get? That was my favorite part. Was the narration? There was actually a little bit of life in that. You know, I like. Wonder it. Years get that idea from? That I don't movie? know where. I don't know if that. If that they did the same thing in Wonder Years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's. Ron Howard loves narration in his movies too. I mean, it's it's. A he thing. did the same thing in uh, Stand by Me too. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, like I said, there's a there's just an ass load of discrepancies in this movie, with like stuff stuff that they showed that were were not even invented or <laughs> didn't even come into existence until like 10, 20, 30 years later. Stuff like that. Case in yeah. case in point. Uh, there's a 1980s math book sitting on the teacher's desk. <laughs> uh, the the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse, uh, Victor. Remember, <laughs> it was like a trivia question the old man was trying to figure out. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't even introduced until 43. Oh, well, there you go. Um, so this movie was based in 1940, right? Yeah, 3940, they're suggesting, yeah. Uh, colored bowling balls didn't exist then oh no shit bowling balls didn't have pre-drilled holes in them either you had to get them drilled and when he got it he stuck his fingers in the holes mm -hmm. yeah well yeah. That, i mean that's still a thing today like a real if you go and get a real bowling ball they have yeah. to drill it to your specification yeah. yeah not that shit that you get at the bowling alley oh yeah yeah that's been finger blasted by every red <laughs> Thousand mile radius. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just gonna beep that. <laughs> you know, I asked my mom one time. You know, I know that you guys just made a comment about my swearing, and I asked my mom a long time ago when I was a little kid. I said, "Why do you, why do you and Dad, why do you guys swear? Like, why do you use bad words?" And my mom's like, "Well, we, you know, trying to teach a young." Joey Forearms, not to swear, my mother said, well, because your father and I can't think of anything more intelligent to say. And I, as I got older, I was like, yeah, fuck that. I have a great vocabulary, you know, not to brag, uh, but I know words. Um, and I'm really good at cursing and I enjoy it, so. I can dig it. <sighs> well, uh, my mom's full of shit. <laughs> Jeez. Damn. Well, I should say she was. Aww. Man, that's just blasphemy. Oh, it's getting dark. It's getting dark. It's getting dark. Lighthearted Christmas kids movie. And well, I mean, that's what happens when we bring in Joey and he don't like the movie. Yeah. 
He's going to tell you he doesn't like the movie. From now on, I'm just going to ask you, what movie do you like? And we'll just go that way. Well, I liked, I liked last week's movie. I love Christmas Vacation. Mm. We, had a, we had, you know, as lighthearted as a, as a conversation as we're going to have about a Christmas movie last week. We can't, we can't, he, he can't you like know? them all, man. Yes, we can't. We can't always all agree on the same thing. Okay. Yeah. I like Home Alone, dude. I talk shit about the movies I love. Right. You know that. You've known that for years. I love Starship Troopers. I cannot stop talking shit about that movie. <laughs> Doogie Hauser, military genius. Don't yeah. Think so. so, like I said earlier, I'm. I met Ian Petrella as an adult so Brag. the house the house was supposed to be in uh what is it uh hammond indiana but they actually shot it in cleveland ohio so the house that they shot at is actually there you can actually go to it oh yeah I, yeah somebody i know went there yeah we've been we've gone a couple times with the kids yeah um, so yeah, this guy, this entrepreneur out of San Francisco bought it in 2004 off eBay for 150 grand Jeez. and then continued to turn it into a tourist attraction. He also purchased the two houses across the street and turned one into a museum and the other into a gift shop. So you can go visit the house, go to a museum that has everything, like all the props and stuff. There's where you're going to steal your fucking props. Go to there and you steal your prop, whatever you want from that movie, which I probably nothing because you hate it so much. Or you can buy a gift, got of the gift shop. But we were there and for some reason he was, he had like partnered with the people that bought this house and was like making appearances. It's probably the only way he could get some money. Yeah, I think he's an animator now actually. But who, he was like making appearances. appearances. Huh? Who was making appearances? Randy. Little brother. As an adult, oh. though. Yeah. So he'd make appearances and like sign shit and whatnot. But the day we were there, we we caught him like, because you can walk, walk around the house, walk inside the house, walk around the back and stuff like that. He was sneaking out the back door of this place trying to leave. So we were like, hey, you know, can we get a, you know, can we uh, have you get a picture with the kids? And he's like, no, no, I got to go. I'm like, okay, dick. <laughs> but yeah. Never never meet your idol. Yeah. Yeah, don't meet your heroes, man. They're yeah. the worst. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, you can go like if you enjoy the movie, you can go visit the house and like take pictures with the lamp and shit like that and do all this. Yeah, but at stuff. the end of the day, you're in Cleveland. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Cleveland rocks, man. Look, we're in Cleveland. Sure it does. Cleveland rocks. Ain't that what what's his name said? Yeah. The host Topher, of uh Topher Grace? No, the host of uh Oh Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Oh yeah, the Drew rocks. Carey show? Yeah. The host yeah, but, uh, of, uh, but hey man, you know, he had a, a he had a pool table in his backyard. So yeah. Ooh. Drew Carey. I never watched that show. Yeah, it, one, was, it was all right. A pool table? No, did he? Never watched it. <laughs> <Some white people> shit. <laughs> it was kind of like 
That show <laughs> was kind of like uh, people shit. whose line is in any way fucked Roseanne. Damn. So you know the scene in the movie <laughs> where you know the old man wins the gift and they're will they're they're coming to wheel <laughs> the gift, the box, the big crate into the house. Fragile. Yeah, the one that says this side up, but they lay on its side. It actually right. says his side up. His end up. So well, yeah, but the T is around the other around the corner. No. Because I thought that at first, but the T was around the corner. Wrong. Wrong. This is the story that I heard. From a guy that was in the movie when we were visiting. Okay. So they tried to bring the thing in the first the first scene when they were, were were doing it, and it wouldn't fit through the door. So they had to take it back out, cut it. So that's why the F from the fra fragile is gone, and the T from from this end up is gone. So it just says his end up. So that's why that box looks like that. You couldn't get it in the door, so I had to fucking cut it up. I could have swore I saw a T around the corner on that box. Uh, we just watched it. I don't remember seeing the I didn't look for it, so I couldn't tell you. Here's the thing. I'm not going to go back and watch it again to find out. We know this. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. But the guy the guy that had the, the, the crate on the dolly, not the guy that showed up originally, but the guy that was the muscle bringing the shit in, he, uh, he <laughs> lived in the neighborhood when they were filming it and was just hired as an extra to do that. When Last time we were there, he still lived in the neighborhood in the same house mm -hmm. and was working at the museum. <laughs> so, I mean, he's the one who would like tell all the stories and shit. So that's kind of cool. Back, back in my day when we shot the movie. Oh yeah, it was one of those. Like he became the docent of the Christmas story museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna go on his gravestone. I've yeah. got a pair of Peter Billingsley's glasses in a box in my room. Somehow that makes it so much creepy. <laughs> Is it a fetus? <laughs> so, did you? Was there any part of the movie that you liked other than the narrator? I like Billy Madison's dad. I bet you what you did, McGavin. Darren I liked. McGavin. I liked how. I liked how fucked up Santa and his helpers were. Shoot him, Gavin. Uh, I don't know why, but that made me happy. To like when Santa like booted that kid down the slide. The little kid with the glasses, the weird yeah. kid, said he liked the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, he liked the Tin Man. I was played by uh, what's his name, Chris Elliott. <laughs> Was really young, Chris Elliott. Really young, Chris Elliott. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I like. Uh, you know, I was eyes. gonna leave. I was gonna leave Chris Elliott out of this because I have way too much respect for the man. Oh Jesus! I like the Tin Man. That was Chris Elliott. That kid. All right, I like that kid. He had like <laughs> he had like one line, but I was like, all right. Finally, some weirdness that I can get with him. Like, like some uncomfortable fucking Ben Stiller type shit in this movie. Yeah, that's, that, that's great, kid. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> the the guy, it was, I don't want to say the same scene, but the guy, they, uh, when they try to get in line and they stop there and there's like an old guy. Yeah. And the old guy's like, what are you guys doing? The line starts back there. 
that's Gene Shepard. That's the narrator. Oh, is it really? Yeah, and the writer of the the movie, writer of the book. That's him. He was actually a radio personality way back in the day. You think he did the uh, little orphan Annie thing? I don't know. Don't forget so to drink. This, was this kind of like a an autobiographical thing for him? Do you know? Anything I think about some. That? I think some stuff he pulled from his childhood. Yeah, I think. Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine, Joe. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Though they telegraphed the shit out of that one, didn't they? <laughs> as soon as as soon as that kid got his Dakota ring, I was like, "Oh!" And he said, "I drank about twelve gallons of Ovaltine to get this." <laughs> and I was like, "Yup, the first code that he breaks is going to be drink Ovaltine." It's yeah. a crummy commercial, son of a bitch. <laughs> but you know what? That all right? So. That's probably my favorite part of the movie because that is the most realistic part of that movie because that happens all the goddamn time. Did you guys ever order shit from the back of a comic book like the, the x-ray glasses yep. or, or the spy glasses or the, the fucking decoder pen or any of that shit? None of that shit worked. It was all garbage. Yep. You know what I mean? And what did you do? You had to spend like $7 and and send in like 20 proofs of purchase which used to be a thing on the actual product not it took you like took you like a year and a half two years to get everything exactly. all together yeah. yeah and half the time you send that shit in and the people that work there are like oh my god really like somebody <laughs> actually did this shit we're gonna have to dig one up you know who did that shit all the time chris elliott my, gra my grandmother <laughs> <laughs> who <laughs> no my grandmother my grandmother, I re so I used to hang out with my grandmother because I, I delivered papers in her building. Uh -huh. So I would stop by my grandmother's house. I'd have my grape fago and my peanut butter Twix. Good Lord, it was the most disgusting mm -hmm. combination, but I didn't want to hurt her feelings. And my grandmother would be like, oh, look at this. And she would, you know, here's some shit that I bought out of the back of a Reader's Digest. I thought you might like it. Like, oh, yeah, thanks, Grandma. This is awesome. So, some, some straight out of fingerhood. Yeah, you know, they have a whole house full of those uh, ceramic plates. I tell you what, I wish to as 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 a grown up, I wish that I had saved all that just just for sentimental reasons, you know. I but I went home and I was like, clink. <laughs> the dishes are done, man. So I read somewhere that uh, Peter Billingsley actually owns and still has the. Uh, for, I don't know for what reason the. Uh, the uh pink bunny outfit and would, the uh and the bb gun yeah i would rock the shit yeah. out of that pink, pink bunny, bunny outfit, outfit. and the bb gun and and the, the yeah my, so my son my son 13 year old and he's he's 13 years old and he's at least six foot tall yeah he's almost as big as me red rider bb gun yeah but uh, yeah uh, my i think my wife I think my wife maybe a year or two ago bought him those bought him those pink bunny flipping pajamas. Looks like a deranged Easter bunny. Yeah. I would I would rock the fuck out of those. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> those look comfortable as shit. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is it doesn't get cold enough for that shit down here. Yeah, yeah. Look like a pink nightmare. Yeah. Um Scott Schwartz, the, the kid that played Flick. 
He was also in the movie uh, The Toy with Richard Pryor. Remember that movie? Oh, that was him. That was him, yeah. That was um, him. Yeah, you see that movie, Joe? Unfortunately, yes, I did see you that. You see that racist-ass movie, Joe? You know what? Well, different well, times back then. Let me tell you, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah it is. It yeah, is. Yeah. It is. We uh, we could fucking destroy that movie at a different <laughs> But so, I, I love that movie coming up, though. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, it was a great movie as a kid, but now that you're older and you know what's going on, you're like, holy fuck. That movie, yeah. boy. Um, but yeah, Scott Schwartz, the kid that was in uh, The Toy, and the kid that plays Flick in The Christmas Story, later went on to uh, star in several porn films. Only you would know that. I don't know how I came across it. Yeah, I'm sure. I came across yeah. it years ago, but, and but I, I couldn't remember. But when you came across it, it looked like the, the islands of Hawaii did it. <laughs> you, you chose your words very unwisely there. I don't know how I came across this porn film, but I certainly did. <laughs> Twice, actually. All right, <laughs> <laughs> fucking censorship. So, uh, and uh, I mean, the only last thing I have the trivia about this. You know who else was a porn star? Chris Elliott. Uh, yes. <laughs> and have you guys ever seen Jesus Christ Superstar? Jesus Christ, no, no. One of the guys from that. Oh, when I didn't know that. That was his first, I think that was his first movie. He went on to do porn. He's into that after weird Jesus shit. Oh, he's into that weird shit. <laughs> they had me watch that Angry Inch bullshit. Oh, ha no. Hagrid in the Angry Inch or Harry? Joe, several months ago, <laughs> I introduced our friend Bacon here to Hedwig and the Angry Inch. It's Hedwig, but okay. Whatever. Hey, that is like, that is in my top five all-time favorite movies. He he was disturbed. He was disturbed about it. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. But I remember the first time I saw that movie. Do you, do you remember Pam? Maybe. Pam, Pam was the woman whose house I moved out of to move into our apartment and you talked me out of shitting on her kitchen floor. <laughs> I think I vaguely remember this, yes. And she brought that movie over one time and I loved it immediately. Uh -huh. And she was like, I cannot, I can't believe I'm watching this movie. Kim hates it too. Oh yeah? Yeah, Kim You introduced me to this movie. She's like, what is what is it with you in this group? Now it all makes sense. I, fucking, I don't know what it is. I'm in you know full what it circle, is? folks. It's it's the music is is so original. Yeah, yeah. Um, the story is original. Uh, everybody's doing. I mean, everybody's doing about as good of an acting job as musicians can do mm -hmm. because they're musicians. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, and and I it's it's perfect it's a to me that's a perfect movie you know way off topic here folks way off topic yeah let's get what let's else is new let's veer back eh. 
let's veer back. Uh, or, we could, or we could just start talking about that movie and say, fuck a Christmas story. Damn. <laughs> All right, let's rate it. Well, that was, that was something in the final scene, wasn't it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, apparently in the final scene, the actors weren't told that the waiters in the Chinese restaurant were going to sing. So all the reactions when they were singing the fa ra 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 was actually was actually genuine because they didn't know they were going to do that. That was that's probably, the, that's probably one of the racist things in the whole movie. That was some racist ass shit right there. I'm just saying. It was, I mean, back then, eh, sure. Even in stuff fly yeah, back, flew back then. Even in 1983, you know. I mean, think about. Think about how Asian people were portrayed back in the 80s. That's what I'm saying. You know, let's talk about 16 candles. <laughs> hey, sexy girlfriend. I love Long, Long Duck Dong, man. My automobile. Long Duck Dong. Gung Ho. Gung Ho, yeah. Do you know that he is in, Ken Watanabe is in forgetting sarah marshall hmm i know he's, the movie i don't remember his scene he's he's at the hotel he's behind the desk with mila kunis he doesn't say a word i i think it's him i could be wrong i've been wrong a lot wrong you're gonna get a charlie murphy charlie murphy yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna get a charlie murphy on this charlie one <laughs> say wrong stuff you can get charlie murphy okay oh. good. all right Christmas story. Let's rate it. Five strips of bacon right out the gate. Five strips of bacon. I love this movie. It's one of my childhood favorites. There's nothing Joe can say about this movie that's going to bring me down. He can hate it all he wants. I'll always love this movie. This would be one of my top favorite Christmas movies. Good. I give this movie I give this movie four Lucky Charm, Four Leaf Clovers. I like this movie. <laughs> I grew up liking this movie. Joe will not skew my <laughs> my love for this movie. No matter how many fucks he says, or this movie can eat a bucket of dicks. <laughs> I still like it. I'm sticking with it. Joe, rate this movie for us, for us, Joe. All right. I'm going to give this movie one Bob Woganowski with oh, hives all over his face. Chris Elliott. It's Chris Elliott when he breaks out in the hives. That's easy enough. Yep. One one broken out woogie. One, one broken out woogie. That's fine. Oh, I'm having it. One broken out woogie. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> You're lucky you're getting one out of me, to be totally honest with you. Well, you know what? Give me zero so I don't have to make any band graphics for you. No. Woohoo. No. Fuck you and your graphics, Joe. <laughs> graphics. <laughs> graphics. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's your punishment for making me watch this film. All right. So uh, we need to discuss what we're going to talk about on the next podcast. Still is it Christmas, a Christmas movie? Still Christmas movies. I think we're going to pick Scrooge. 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 Bill Murray. Yeah. I think Joe will like this movie. 
I, if I remember correctly, I, I kind of do like this movie. I haven't Carol. seen it since. I haven't seen it since then. But it's that's terrible. It's, I've got no whatever. I've got it. It's sitting on my DVD player. It's it's waiting to be watched. I got to make sure that my daughter's not around because it's it's not uh, speaking with ten year old eyes. It's not. It's not too bad. I don't know, man. I looked at the IMDb rating, and most of it was like moderate, like nudity language. There's no nudity. Well, not that she not that she doesn't hear some of the shit that we talk about. But All right. I don't need well, her looking at Bill Murray's head. Anyway, folks, next episode Scrooge. we'll be covering Scrooge. Uh, make sure you uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that bell. Bling, bling, bling. Bling, bling. Uh, well, we'll, we'll see you next time. We'll see you on the next uh, Gen Extra podcast. Next time? Next time. On the next, on the next podcast? In the near future. On the Gen Extra? Peace. Peace.